warriors. Hey, listeners, this is Julie Brown. I know I said I wouldn't be back, but do I really know how to take a break ever? Yes, I will. But today I just finished subbing spinning and I felt like, I don't know, I feel like you guys and gals that listen are my friends and I feel like I can tell you anything. Um, still waiting for someone to jump on that registration. I'm hoping to sell at least 20 tickets to my Chaco Springs retreat and hopefully even more for the alpaca weekend. The alpaca day is just one morning on the alpaca farm. The Chaco Springs retreat is more because it's two days and one night with loads of adventures. Um, I'm still waiting on the guy to get back to me about low ropes versus zip lines. So I kind of understand a little more what we're doing. Maybe I'll just email him again. Anyway, um, I sub spinning this morning. Second time I've sub spinning this week. Two cycling classes uh, coached Tuesday and Thursday. And those were for, for two different, for, those were for two different people. <laughs> Um, two different coaches asked me to sub spinning and I was so glad because I had just been constantly telling myself, like, I need to get back, need to get back onto the bike, get back in the saddle, need to start pedaling, pedal my little legs off. (laughs) Um, and actually I had a third teacher this week. She kind of asked me to take all of her water aerobics classes. And I, unfortunately I had to say no because, um, while I maybe could have squeezed in Tuesday morning, there's just, there's no way, um, that I'm going to take on like somebody's whole week. That's just, uh, I, I can't sub for three people and do my workload and the things I wanted to get done. And I, I hate to say no. I'm like that kind of person. Like I hate to say no, but like, I also know my limitations and I'm not going to take a class that's going to stress me out to get to the next place on time. You can probably hear my stomach growling because I'm very hungry after spinning. (laughs) My Fitbit quit. I don't know exactly what happened, but I let my Fitbit go completely dead. I made a very conscious effort to wear it every day, and then I decided to switch it up when I started seeing this really weird tan line. I don't know why that... I don't know. I just also felt like I was overdoing, overdoing monitoring myself. Uh, like overthinking things. And so in an effort to try to relax a little more, not just fix the tan line, in an effort to kind of like not overthink everything, I let my Fitbit just sort of sit there for about a month. Turns out that probably wasn't the best thing. Now it's on the charger right now. So, I mean, it still may be revived yet. (laughs) I'm going to charge it a second time and let it just sit there. Um, here's what it was doing. It wasn't tracking my steps. It was three hours ahead and it was tracking my heart rate. So the, uh, hour was always three. The time was always three hours ahead. It was fine with keeping up with my heart rate, but after teaching water aerobics, it said I had zero steps. I'm like, what the heck? And right before water aerobics, I was like, it's not eight o'clock. Anyway, um, there's that. I'm probably not going to be able to afford another Fitbit. So I guess I just won't have a Fitbit anymore for a while, like about a year or, you know, I'm estimating. (laughs) Uh, A friend of mine gave me an awesome jewelry rack for my display, for my table, for my booth. 
I'm so grateful for her and for this rack. It's going to help me really a lot with my display because I just don't, I mean, I got a new tray, like a couple of little trays, but I don't have like an upright display. So this is going to be like something like I can hang my chains on. I made a lot of lanyards. Um, it's going to be good. Uh, I just wanted to say the reason that I started this, and if you've been listening from the beginning, you've already heard me say this so many times. The reason I started this podcast was because everyone told me that the yoga teacher training would change my life. Not just one person, but like everybody I know who went through a 200 hour training through school, they all said the same thing, like yoga will change your life. And I'm like, how? That's a pretty big proclamation. Like, uh, I've already heard that yoga can change your life and seen that happen. So, like, I just kind of wanted to document it. (laughs) And you know what? I just wanted to share with all of you. The yoga lesson was big. On my very first episode, I'm like, I'm just going to focus on, like, the yoga, the poses. I'm not going to get, like, distracted by everything else. And when I said that, I meant, like, the money. Because to me... The money factor is a very big, I want to call it a distraction, but I know that none of my teachers would agree with that. Um, I'll just say it's a factor. That's probably what my teachers would want me to call it. It's just a factor. It's not really a distraction. It's just something you have to kind of factor into the equation. Um, I don't want to focus on the money end of it. I want to just focus on the fun part, like All I can think is, like, I do completely better with yoga when I'm having fun, when I'm enjoying it. But the lesson that I learned from my yoga teacher training, it wasn't about how to get better with my Chaturanga Dandasana, which is low push-up. It wasn't about how I can make my, you know, whatever pose. It wasn't about that. I went in like, they're going to fix all my poses. Like, I drove to Atlanta like, they're going to fix all my poses. Um, And the bigger lesson was from both schools, not just one teacher training. But I did my teacher training at two different schools. The bigger lesson was, and I want to share it all with you because it, it can impact you so much. There's nothing to fix about you or me or any of us. There's nothing to fix So we got to just, the first step to, on the road to wellness, the first step on that road is stop thinking that you need to fix anything. There's nothing to be fixed here. You're fine. You're good. Just like it is. Just like you are. I mean, just everything as it is, is as it should be. If it feels wrong, it's just, you're going through like your chapter and Hopefully, the next chapter, things will be looking up. That's all I know how to, like, explain, like, the way that I... And I'm so sorry about my stomach growling. I have no idea how long, how loud. (laughs) I started to say how long it will go on. I have no idea how loud that is on my podcast. Um, Just, yeah, let go of all these notions because I was kind of raised up to constantly challenge myself like nothing's good enough type thing, like nothing is good enough, Um, it can always be room for improvement, like that's the way I was raised to be thinking, the bigger picture is that 
once you accept yourself, it is amazing what unfolds. Um, it takes some time. It's not like this happens in one second. Like, okay, I'm happy now. Everyone will see how happy I am. It's just over time. And you know what's strange is you'll get like, for the most part, an overwhelming response of like good things. At the same time, as I've changed and tried my best to embrace like more peacefulness, if people see that, they also sometimes find that like a good challenge to try to mess it up for you. And I just want to let all of you know that if anyone tries to disturb your peace, it has absolutely nothing to do with you. You may think it has to do with you, but it has nothing to do with you. So don't lean into that negativity bias. If you don't know what negativity bias, I did an episode on it, but I just barely grazed the surface on how deep that is. Don't lean into the negative as your brain will try to let you do. Just sort of lean into like thinking about people that make you happy or things that make you happy, past events that have made you happy, um, things that you're looking forward to and all of this, but yet still living in your present moment, the right here, the right now, tell yourself this is the one place to be right here, right now. There's nowhere else you can be besides right here, right now. Um, yeah, I said I was going to take a break, um. I don't really be, mean to be negative when I was talking about brick and mortar, not to backpedal. Um, I just don't, I don't think I can afford to try to make that survive here. And I realize more and more it's not a matter of I can't make a brick and mortar survive. This just isn't the right place. Like, and I know that's a weird way to say it. Like, I want to open a studio, but it's just not going to get the support that it needs to survive in this area, I don't think. I considered Weedowie because Weedowie has a lot of, like, vacation homes, and I could, like, probably make enough money where I could only, like, I could even probably just run it through the summer because there's so many, like, lake houses and things out there. Um, and I got that idea when I was kind of on this podcast talking about how how is it that the fireworks places are, like, open two weeks a year? And then I thought, well, the amount of money I could make in Weedowie, I could probably just do summer months and then only work one part of the year. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do a brick and mortar. It just, it feels like it's just too much because I've already made an entire notebook on it. And I'm, I mean, I say that now, but you all have listened if you've been here for this journey as like the episode I said, I don't think I'll ever see myself working with kids for yoga like I turn around and the very next thing I'm saying is like, Ooh, I went to this, <laughs> I went to this camp thing and I taught yoga with the, um, the alpaca farm enrolled. Um, they had a, they had an alpaca farm kids camp and I was invited out to teach yoga. So I had a great time. This looked nothing like a normal adult class it was mostly like asking them to yell or make sounds or just pretending they were places. It was it was more of a like fun adventure for the kids. I don't really think of it like the same as the way I would teach for adults. Like I used to think, oh, that would be so challenging for me. But it's just kind of about embracing your inner child. Um anyway, so 
let's wrap it up. First of all, I lied. I said I wasn't coming back until like next week. And here I am. I'm really going to take a break. Um, now that I've got this new jewelry rack, I'm tempted to go to the farmer's market Saturday and just to see if I can sell some stuff. Actually, I went shopping there last weekend and I was kicking myself because, man, were they busy. I could have probably made some good money. But I'm trying to also commit to taking little breaks. Yogi Robin, who's been on this podcast, Yogi Robin and I are going to do a little getaway soon. Um, hopefully, that'll be like perfect. Um, nothing's ever perfect, but hopefully, what I mean is the hopefully the weather holds out and we get to enjoy the pool. Um, either way, it's going to be great. Uh, if you're listening, Robin, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you. Um, anybody else that wants to make time that's my friend or family, like, let me know because this is the time to make time with me. Uh, once August 27th, I believe once August rolls around, I will not have the time anymore to hang out with y'all. So if you're listening and it's not August 27th, you should probably text me or let me know or message me that you want to hang out because, uh, time's a ticking. (laughs) hate to sound like that. Time's running out for summertime. Um, it's been raining for several weeks here, so we're going to see what happens. Um, if you do have any questions about your yoga, if you do have any questions about your fitness training, just let me know. That's what I'm here for. Um, just anything, anything at all. Like if you want to know how to stay more motivated, if you need ideas, if you have questions about a particular type of exercise, let me know. If I don't know the answer, I have loads of mentors and I will be happy to find out for you. I can find out. I can ask them in a Zoom meeting or something like that. All right. So strangely, I'm just going to keep this short, much shorter than most of them when I say I'm going to keep it short. Um, Thank you so much for being here with me. Um, Be happy, be healed Even if you don't feel like it, try to bring a smile to your face just for a second and see how it feels. Give yourself a little grace and space in your day and do something that means self-care. And that looks a little different for everybody. All right, I'm going to go on and take my break. (laughs) Hopefully hopefully you'll be ready for me next week because I'm going to come in like a fireball. Fireball, fireball, Julie. I'm just going to roar in just ready to go, just raring to go. (laughs) You can tell I'm like ready to work out a little more. After I work out, I just want to work out more. Do you ever get that? Like after you're done working out, you just want to do some more workouts. (laughs) Maybe it's just me. Anyway, just also, um, I would say like embrace those things that make you happy and whatever that is. Especially if it's something that makes you feel well or embraces wellness. All right. Namaste. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. And I will definitely be back either Sunday or Monday.